Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. W-E-E-I. This is Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Or seven seven one zero three seven, Mr. Voice Man. Maybe that would actually be the number and people would call. We got some callers on the line who want to talk Celtics, so we'll continue the Celtics conversation right now. Is it championship or bust for the Celtics? Have they finally built that true team that should be NBA champions? Last, uh, Not last year, two years ago kind of felt like, hey, you're on track, mm. but you're not quite there yet. This is the best team they've had since 2008, I believe. They should go on and win the title. If they fail to win the title and they're fully healthy, it's a failure. They're the best team in the NBA right now. They should go on to win the NBA Finals. Anything short of that, when healthy, is a failure. So let's go to your calls right now. Uh, JP is in North Providence. What do you got? JP! What do you got, JP? Joe, congratulations on being in the big chair. First show I... I wish you a lot of luck in your first official act was hanging up on me, which many a host have wanted to do over the years. Might <laughs> well, that, be the best thing you ever do. So That's funny. Well, that, that was unintentional, again. JP, but you always bring it, and I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say, and thank you for the positive sentiments, my friend. You're welcome. I do love that analogy of the need of the groin and something else, the Buzzingas. Can you throw Root Canal and the woman I'm dating for the last six years in there? Oh, I don't boy. know which one's worse. But anyways... Pazingas needs to go simply put in the witness protection program or put him at the top of the key, let him shoot threes the rest of the year, because every time you're right, he goes up in the air and the ankle of that, because I got to tell you, and it's not a hot take. He's not there. They don't win. You can have any other combination, but if Pazingas there is the game changer this year, you can see it, how it opens the court, how it's made Brown and Tatum, uh, play together more. He's not there. They don't win. So they got to stop protecting him. Same thing with Charlie McAvoy. You can't have those two guys playing all the minutes they can. We don't need to. I don't know how they're going to do it, but that's why they brought all these coaches in. All right. Thanks, J- thanks JP. Good call. Yeah, with Porzingis, put him in bubble wrap. There, there's oh, yeah. moments, uh, you know, even during the win streak there where it's like, why is Porzingis out there with a nice, sizable lead with four minutes to go? What are you doing? Don't please just take him out. Put Cornette I feel in. Like Joe does that with all of his starters. Even last night. Well, last night you saw Jalen Brown was in till what two minutes to yeah, go? Crazy. Like yeah, there, there's moments there where it's like just get him off the court. 
get some of these other guys reps live game action because it's different than practice, even if they're playing against better players in practice. And, and real quick on his make on his McAvoy take, the Bruins don't really have much options at the defensive end. They have such lack of depth that they're having to play McAvoy the minutes they're playing. They're having to play kids like Lowroy. So, and the Bruins well, that paid aren't off exactly. The other night. Huh? That paid off the other night. Having it did big game winning goal, his first power play goal. But um, the Bruins, we talk about championship or bust. I think that was last year for the Bruins. This year, they're. Uh, I know they're one of the higher scoring points team in the league. But do you really have that expectations for the bees? I don't. The Celtics. If you lose in the playoffs because you played Kristaps Porzingis in the fourth quarter of a meaningless game and. Cookies and cream gets dismantled because his leg gets blown out in the fourth quarter of a blowout. Celtic fans, Celtic Nation will never, ever forgive Joe Missoula for that. No, and and this year Joe Missoula has mostly washed away a lot of the bad vibes we had from him last year, which was his first year doing it, and we were pretty unfair, myself included, at plenty of times not, throughout the year. Not only his first year, Ben, but... Not even getting the job, uh, Coach Wells had mentioned, not even getting to name his own staff. I mean, what was it, like a week before the season? Yeah, when it was they, like a week and a half of that. How fair was that, co- coaching a team that was coming off a finals appearance? So I think he's learned. You know, a lot of those guys from Johnston, they're a little stubborn. And I think uh, <laughs> Joe's had to learn to, to calm his stubbornness and to go with the flow of the game. If the best strategy of the game is to take it to the rack because a team has a a glaring hole of size, then you do that. If the best opportunity is to take advantage of shooting, then you do that. You need to have the best strategy to win, not just be married to playing like Golden State. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. There are moments where you need to see a little bit more, like with Tatum. Last night I was looking at the stats of all of the – Guys in the MVP race, the top five guys. Isn't he top three now, Tatum? He might be top three. He should be top three. He's climbing. Three. But to me, it, the MVP discussion always comes down to what you personally feel it is. What you think the MVP means. Because it's ambiguous, right? So what is valuable in this context actually mean, right? Is it the best player? You know, there's been plenty of times where you see the MVP just goes to straight up the best player. Doesn't mean he was the best player on the best team or whatever. Or do you go with who's the best player on the best team? Might not necessarily be the best player in the NBA that year. To me, year. this year, it's almost got to be a combo of both because there is no guy like LeBron in the mid to late 2000s or, or Kobe that's just head and shoulders above everyone else. Jokic is there in the mix. Embiid getting hurt definitely opened up the conversation. And I think Tatum deserves to be in the top three of the conversation. I think he brings more winning, a a winning quotient to the table than a guy like Luka who we were just talking about. To me, it comes down to the Joker and Tatum and MVP, but who am I? I'm a producer. I think you got to throw SGA in there. Oh, yeah. So, to me, I, I I would actually have Tatum third. In that grouping. And Under I'll explain SGA? why. Yes. I would have I would probably go SGA one, Jokic two, Tatum three. Wow. That would probably be where I would go with this, and I'll explain why. What did we just talk about with JP? What have we talked about on this show basically through the entirety of this season? We talk about how the most important guy on this team and keeping him healthy is Kristaps Porzingis. He's the X Factor. So if that if he's your X Factor 
if he's the guy that we're focused on most and say, hey, if he's healthy, and we're lumping in everyone else's health too, but if Kristaps Porzingis is healthy, this team should win a title. We don't say that with Tatum. We believe it, but we don't really say it. We don't talk about it. So the fact that we all recognize the the level of importance that Kristaps Porzingis brings to this team lowers Tatum, in my mind, in the MVP discussion. Or, or could it be that we're taking Tatum's health for granted? I mean, this is a guy who really hasn't missed a lot of time in his career. True. Where he did get hurt in Game 7 last year. I know he tried to play through the injury, but you saw how it affected the offense. I Again, he's... Still relatively young, 24, 25 years old. And he's he turns not had 26 those... tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he's not had those crazy injuries that have derailed him like Embiid and others have had. So I feel like it's an element of his game we take for granted is his health. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, he's been relatively healthy. You, you look at the game logs and go 80 games, 79 games. Yeah. Uh, 66, 64, one of those was shortened anyway. 76, 74. And 56 so far this year. Yeah, he's a durable guy, and I think that's incredibly valuable. And and having some of those younger guys in the league that are durable right now, especially when the older guys are bitching and moaning, like, I have to play 65 games? Oh. Well, a certain Celtic was e- echoing that sentiment lately. Yeah, Jim, shut up. Yeah, seriously. I, I hate when they do that. I. Oh but man! The problem is you Jaylen's... have to you have to play a kind of majority of the season to be considered for uh, you know certain milestones. Yeah, that makes sense because you know what? This is an entertainment business, and we want to see you guys the out there. The problem is Jalen's on the Players Association. Is he the president of the Players Association? I think so. So he's gonna have a slanted view and almost have a political view when it comes to issues like this. Sadly. I I get it, but it's stupid. It is stupid. It's all stupid. I hate it. You guys it don't want to stinks. play 65 games in an 82-game season? No. And, and then get and, months off? And, and it's consumer fraud. Say you save up your money to go to one game a year and your favorite player doesn't play, and it's not due to injury. It's due to load management. That's weak. How do you explain that to your 8-year-old who you just spent hundreds of dollars on tickets and parking and concessions? Yeah, you it's don't. Weak. Yeah. It, it sucks. I, I, I hate particularly the older players. And you go out and look at LeBron at 39 years old playing, you know, 35 minutes in back-to-backs and having a great game. It's like the rest of you guys who are like 32, 33, shut up. Just shut up. And again, it's come off like completely entitled, spoiled douchebags. It's one thing if you have the injury history. We're all concerned about Porzingis because he has the history injury. We want him in bubble wrap not to screw it up at this point. We're so close to the finish line. There's no way anyone's touching us for the number one seed. Was it still eight plus games they have in the Eastern Conference for the number one seed? No one's touching us. So at this point, they can afford to take a more conservative approach with Chris Stops. Where there's other teams where you can't afford that. Like we say, you've got a little bit of a tough road here. Um, you got Cleveland. You got the war. You got the Warriors in town, and then you're on the road to Cleveland, on the road to Denver, on the road to uh, Phoenix. Uh, so it's not an easy stretch right there. After that, stre- and I not have Porzingis in those games because I want to see what my what my full complement team looks like against some of the best teams in the Western Conference. I want to see those. Especially Denver. I think, especially Denver. I think you need to get that experience with those guys. And and I think you need to beat the living hell out of the Warriors tomorrow night if you can. Because you got to just shake that off of you. You don't, listen, the Warriors are not a threat to the title this year. 
They're just not. And I don't think they're ever going to be again, but that's just, just shake, it, shake that little monkey off your back because you have one. Get rid of that. Beat the crap out of them on Sunday afternoon in Boston. Go on the road. Take care of business. And then start really slowing down the pace on guys like Porzingis. Something about Curry and Steve Kerr and just that collection of, of guys, Draymond even, they reside rent-free in the Boston Celtics' head. So that would be a huge, huge step if they can not only win but have a assertive win against the Golden State Warriors. We saw them uh, lose earlier in the season. I know Porzingis missed that game. Kind of a crazy game from what I remember. You can't afford the for them to come in here and lose and, and lose to them. You need to have a definitive victory, um, hold Curry in check, and prove that they're not going to be sitting in your head anymore. Because to me, I think that's another concern that we Celtics fans have of this team is do teams like Miami still reside in their head or Golden State or, or even Denver where, where – it's like they put them on a pedestal in their head and they come up with anxiety when it comes to playing these teams and it gives rise to them crapping their pants on the court. You know how I know you're a Yankees fan? The vowel on my last name? That does that does help. But huge. You say huge. Huge. Like, like Trump. I know you're a Yankees fan just because of that. I know you're a Yankees fan because I've known you for like seven years. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Enough of the Celtics. I mean, there's really not a lot of juice there. I think most people believe that this team is championship or bust at this point. Um, so let, let's change up the conversation a little bit. I know you haven't seen all of the dynasty yet um, because there was a glitch in the Apple TV Plus matrix for you. I yes. have seen all of it, so I just want to comment on it really quickly well, for you, the rest of the segment. You lead the way, and I'll read and react as someone who lived well, it and has worked every game there the past 25 years. Yeah, you were someone who was in the building every single time. True. Um, so I just want to quickly talk about episodes five and six. Pretty much everyone's seen one through four. Some people have only seen one and two because they decided to quit on it because it was pretty obvious what this was. So if you haven't seen it or if you did and you want to comment, uh, give us a call, 401-777-1037. But I just we want to share, hear your dynastic thoughts. I, I just want to share some of my thoughts on it. Um, nothing's changed for me in terms of it's a Belichick hippies, and it's all designed to make Kraft look like the good guy. Ben, ben here's my and I question always, I always fear, one second, I always fear people fall for the billionaire's trap. You should never be rooting for the billionaire. I always get disgusted with like the Elon Musk fanboys out there. Why are you guys rooting for the billionaire in any situation? That's not the guy you should be rooting for. No. Go ahead. What was your question? Now, this was filmed long before Belichick was let go of his position um, a few months ago in sure. January. Um, how do you think this would have played with Belichick if he was still the head coach? Do you feel like this would have had negative vibes with him, how he's being portrayed in this? Uh, no, I don't think it would be nearly as negative. So here, here's the thing. If we noticed that, and you saw this, Joe, in episode two, they glossed over the 03 and 04 seasons, which really, really bothers me. I, I saw um, the post-show uh, thing that NBC Sports does on yeah. that, and they had the director on, and he had said for the storytelling purpose, he omitted that. Oh, so you're bad, you just told me you're a bad storyteller then. Uh, because you're, That's the, your opinion. No, no, no. That's just a fact. The part, parts of this that everyone wants to see that your core audience is, and you don't deliver it to them, you're a bad storyteller. Well, well, well it's a the bad director's story opinion, he felt like 
the two, the two and three Super Bowls weren't as prevalent as some of the other stuff. I mean, it, what it's no, really because, turning because into— because it was designed to make one party look really good on one hand. Another hand, it was designed kind of as a semi-apology, let's get Tom Brady back in the building, back feeling good with the crafts. And, oh, by the way, let's kind of bury this guy— that we've had a problem with for many years. We couldn't get rid of for whatever reason um, because optically it was going to look bad if we got rid of him a couple of years ago off of the departure of Tom Brady. That's what this is. It's to make Kraft look like this benevolent, you know, fun-loving community billionaire, which he's not. None of them are. No. So don't fall for the trap. And it's designed to kind of as a, I'm sorry, Tom, come back. Come back. We still I, I know you. you came back and rang the bell at the lighthouse that nobody gives a crap about. That but, was a good but, moment. It was probably the you. highlight of the season. It sadly, sadly was. <laughs> it sadly, sadly was. And we're going to take a hot steaming dump on Belichick. Episode five, they spent a little bit on this. Like, okay, so you director guy, you're going to tell me that telling the story of 03 and 04, particularly cutting Lawyer Malloy, having the team be pissed off at the head coach. Yep. Getting blown out by the Bills in week one and then starting to steamroll through the season, have a 21 game win streak, win two titles, and the 04 team is probably the best team of all of them. I would agree with that. Is bad storytelling, but let's tell the story of the 08 team and that's the way we give kudos to Bill. It was clearly we're not going to give too much kudos to Bill when it comes to some of the winning teams because we don't want you to have that stuck in your head. We'll give kudos to Bill on a team that won 11 games without Tom Brady, but oh, by the way, didn't make the playoffs. Didn't do what they were supposed to. The director's focusing on the controversial moments, uh, on the scandals, and I don't think that's how this was advertised to us before we started watching this documentary. It's not how it's even named. The it's name is the a dynasty. dynasty. What, what it should be called? Con- the scandals. Yeah. What constitutes point. a dynasty? Winning championships. I, I mean, you look at the Bulls documentary. It went through thoroughly each championship, the highs and lows. This is not that. No. Clearly, this is not. And that. if you were expecting that, your consumer fraud sadly mistaken. Uh, I, I really, I, I'm, I want to give up on the series. I'm well, going four, to watch to go. the last four episodes, but. So, so episode five, you tell a little bit of the story of 08, and it was fine. And it seems that's like it was where Belichick gets his Castle. kudos. Yeah, it was very much set, centered on Castle, which then, is which is a weird season to focus on, considering you're omitting 03 and 04. That's what I'm saying. Some major bullet points. Here. That's that's where you give Belichick his kudos. How about having his 21 game win streak, breaking that record, having two team winning back to back titles. And having probably the best team in that entire bunch being the old four team, and we don't talk about that. So episode six comes, and it's the Aaron Hernandez episode. Oof. And if I was watching Lifetime, and I would have thought, hey, this is an interesting like murder documentary, like they run all day long on women's By the way, entertainment how many, television. How many Hernandez docs have there been? I there's feel been like there's a couple, been quite a few. And it was fine; it, it was relatively well done. But Belichick didn't want to talk about it. Smart. And here's the other thing. You never had Tom Brady talk about it, which is smart on his part. I'm not going to talk well, about it. Well, well, what would Tom Don't really even have get to him. offer? He was his quarterback. Of course yeah, he'd have well, something to offer. What does he stand to gain, though, from commenting on it at this point? Nothing. That's why he shouldn't have done it. Yeah, I, 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 I applaud him. Tom, I don't comment I applaud on him it. for not doing it, but the fact that you don't have two of the three key elements in the quote-unquote dynasty not talking about that kind of 
Bro, makes Kowski it makes it falls a little didn't flat. Talk about it either. Not right? really. And so, I, I would have loved to get his thoughts as the the locker mate, the the guy in the same position, the guy in the same draft class as Hernandez. Yeah, they talked a little bit about that, but the, that's when they bring in Brandon Lloyd. And again, this is another narrative choice that really frustrated me. Is you talk about 07 in what episode four? Mm. You talk about 07, and it's all Brady and Moss, fine, whatever. You don't introduce Wes Welker to that, which was a huge component to that team, led the team in receptions, led the league in receptions, was and unbelievably did outstanding. And to the documentary. It's not like he did it. Yeah. The only time he pops so that's up. That's a strange omission. only time he pops up is in the Aaron Hernandez episode. Wow. I, it just Seems like bad editing. It, just, it sucks, man. It really is not good. This documentary is not very good. It's not appealing to real Patriots fans, people that lived through it. I, I feel bad for the people that didn't really live through it, people that are you know late teenagers, and, and see, early 20s, because this this they're going to have this really weird slanted view of that 20 years. But this is what this documentary is is, is for, is, is for the casuals that didn't necessarily live through it all, not us diehard New England fans who lived eight and ingested every single second of the Patriot dynasty from the second Tom Brady walked on the field when Drew got hurt until the second Tom went to Tampa. Yeah, it's it's really falling flat with me. I think it's really falling flat with most Patriots fans. Who, who is and, and your core audience Bill of this? into a sympathetic figure. Yeah, You're doing the opposite of what the potential well, intention is if you want to build craft up as this almighty hero to Patriot Nation and Bill's just big mini, big mini Bill. Yeah, and it's really frustrating. And when they fired Belichick in early January, Mark and I came on the show and I said to him, listen, I, this probably isn't a mistake. You probably needed to move on. You, know, you definitely needed to move on fine. from him. However... Craft. I don't know if you're prepared for the fact that now everything is going to be lasered focused on you now. I don't think you're prepared. You always had that buffer of Brady and Belichick before. But now, all the questionable decisions, everything is going to be focused on you. And the way that this uh, documentary has been edited and produced and all that nonsense really highlights to a lot of us that he's trying to control the narrative. And thankfully, enough of us live through it and can push back on and say, mm, no. Not so much. This whole thing from the documentary and even some of the comments that have come out from Gerard and other members of the Patriot organization, it, it almost seems like they're jilted lovers. Like, they can't get over their ex. Belichick is gone. The, the time ran out. The bad drafting, the mismanagement of assets, the bad decisions on the coaching staff all speak for themselves. You don't need to run a smear campaign on the guy. Why don't you focus on building up the team? Focus on what you're going to do with the draft. Focus on, on setting up your new young head coach for success and trying to do everything opposite of what Belichick did. No, focus on the guy you have now because Bill Belichick is not walking through that door anymore. He's gone. What, what he's going to do TV or chill on Martha's Vineyard and go fishing. Does it matter at this point? You parted ways with him. He's gone. You don't have to worry about him drafting the next Nikhil Harry or bringing in his buddy from his lacrosse connections in on the coaching staff. It's gone. He made all those mistakes. We're looking forward to seeing how Wolf and Gerard and the rest of this new conglomerate that, that's in power with the Patriots handle things. But 
for God's sakes, can we stop fixating on Bill? If you're if you're Gerard Mayo and you're making comments of oh we're gonna do things this way is gonna be like to me ev- everything they're saying is they have Belichick on the brain and they can't stand on their own two feet. Just remember that when the when it comes to owners, and remember what Bob Kraft did, he held the organization essentially hostage was going to move them until he got you, 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 everyone listening. He got all of you to play your tax dollars to build his stadium. Remember, that's what owners do. Look at what Clark Hunt's doing out there in Kansas City right now. That's what they do. They want you to pay for their stadium. And they're going to reap the benefits of it. Larry Lucchino. Don't ever trust any of them. No, They just want your money. Don't and tr- and trust, trust me, R- Robert, he signs my paychecks over at Gillette, but he definitely is hankering for the consumer's money now more yeah, than ever. It is business. You always got to remember that. You always got to keep that's that why, in mind. That's why they built a lighthouse that you can see England from. That's why they're trying to get all the concerts. All the, That's their focus now is being an entertainment venue, not putting the money in their product, which is funny that – Gerard Mayo had, had talked about burning cash, and now they seem to be uh, cla- uh, running that back a little bit. Where where maybe they're they're going to be more conservative. Maybe they got their marching orders of like, hey, no, we're not going to blow a hundred million dollars mm. now that they have released J.C. Jackson. They got over a hundred million. We're not going to blow that, so don't say it. See, Joe, now you're realizing when you're always on in the other side trying to keep us on the clock, it's not as easy on this side. We're not doing too bad. You just you just blew through two minutes. We're four minutes over, Joe. I blame you. I, 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 now we, you know what it's like over here. We've taken a second break at 9.52 in the past. As someone who keeps the time stamps, I I think we're on track. All right. We're not completely diverted. We'll talk some more pagers when we come back. We'll dive into the, some of the report cards, which are absolutely meaningless, and I'll explain why they are meaningless when we come back on the other side, and we'll talk a little bit more Patriots and off-season predictions. That's coming up next. Ben and Joe. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.